Hello and welcome to Stranger Things, a Downside Up podcast. I'm DB and with me as always is Aaron Minogue. Hello. And Jared Levin. Hey, what's up? And welcome to our season three wrap-up show. Today we'll run through some of the some of the notes, maybe things that we missed, overlooked, theories about what will happen in season four. And some fan theories and things that we didn't get into because we weren't doing research because we didn't want to spoil our discussion. But now we've opened it up and we're inviting everybody else's theories onto the show. And with that said, who wants to go first? You heard the American prisoner at the end could be either Hopper. And I also heard another one. It could be uh, what's what's that guy? Levin's dad, the one with the nice hair. Papa. Papa. Oh, fucking I hate that. He sucked. I saw that theory too, Jared. Now, why would he be the... Oh, because at the end of season one, he got blown into the upside down world, right? Yeah. Well, and then... Oh, so it could be him in the Russian prison and Hopper is just adrift in the upside down world is that sort of the idea yeah yeah i mean there's another theory from one viewer that the american that's trapped in the russian prison is barb ah. Ah. and that's this viewer right here the show gets credit and aaron gets particular credit if that turns out to be true i would love it oh my god i'll lose my shit they, they said they never saw Hopper get vaporized. So they think he got, he jumped into the upside down portal. Okay. Yeah. And I hadn't really thought that when I was watching it the first time. But yeah, I guess later on when I thought about it, okay. Yeah. You didn't see him dead. Could it be that they would kill him off? Because is that actor becoming too unruly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's what? Too unruly on set. And now he's, he's pulling his penis out and everything else. <laughs> He got pushed out by me, too. <laughs> but now, that's what I was starting to wonder. Did we ever see Barb's body? I mean, we saw a coffin, but we didn't see what was inside of it. I thought we saw her body in the upside we down. We saw her, like, kind of cocooned. Yeah, cocooned, but not dead, right? Because an exactly. alien... Exactly. So we don't know that she could be the American that's in this Russian prison because they're like, let's study this fucking bitch. Or they want to kill off Barb twice because they're going to feed, watch, <laughs> let us watch her be fed to the Demogorgon and just be a bloody vaporized mess. That'd be great. The last moments of sweetness. This is why you don't hang out on somebody's diving board dripping blood into their pool. It's why you go to the car. This whole series. Do is that on your own terms. A morality lesson for kids to understand what the fuck to do. Know your place. Exactly. Know your role. Yep. Everything else was just filler. Stay in your lane. You have a bedroom. Go be weird in there. Yeah. They also were saying, speculating too, that it could be Papa. Because when Elle goes to Chicago, which was your favorite part of Stranger Things. The highlight, yeah. When Elle goes there, she meets up with her sister, or eight. And they go to that guy's house who tells them that Papa's still alive. Oh, Remember, he was like, you believe what they're telling you? He's still alive. So the fan theory is that the Russians took him and he helped create their lab. Oh, since he had all the knowledge of it. He just seemed like a, a bureaucrat, like a manager. He didn't seem like a scientist who understood what they were creating. He just seemed like the guy who was kind of the facilitator in some way. 
I don't know. He was no Scott Clark. He was a yeah. He's a fucking paper pusher with the 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 reserved spot in the parking lot and the tasseled shoes, but little more than that. Well, and then they they uh, another theory about him is that Mike and Eleven are going to get into a fight regarding her powers. He's going to go to Chicago find eight. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you looking forward to going to Chicago? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, just so we can get a couple of exterior establishing shots and then do the rest of it on a fucking set, uh, do the rest of it on a soundstage. Do you guys really think that they'll go back to Chicago? I feel like the blowback from that episode, that's I feel universally regarded as the worst episode in Stranger Things. Yeah, a lot of people do not like it. Yeah. True that. Would there be a way... To get eight and her crew into Hawkins, or at least eight. Please, God, don't bring her crew. The big, the big hefty oh, black yeah. dude. I did like, you know, he he was cool. That could happen to Barb too, and that's why they can't bring her back to do reshoots because they hated her so much that they killed her before she even went home that night. Even if they did that, I still maintain that your theory that she's the American and the prison cell could work and that they're going to feed her to the Demogorgon, they just get a stand-in, her stunt double, to do it. But just so us, the audience, can get the pleasure of watching her be killed twice would, would be fun. <laughs> they make a robot. <laughs> yeah, they, they're they, going to call up those sex style stores and say, okay, we need you to make something that you would never have to make for anybody, but we need it. It's not to have sex with it, believe me. We want to kill this thing. It's the most expensive special effect in TV history. They blow <laughs> 90% of their budget just so they can have the pleasure. Everybody will, en- will enjoy just watching, watching her get slaughtered again by the Demogorgon. We have to make this as realistic as possible. <laughs> They've started a GoFundMe to pay for it. Do we foresee anything with uh, Nancy's mom next season? So they're still in Hawkins. What are they going to do? I hope that we see the Wheelers get a divorce. Oh, Oh, that would be great. Because he doesn't appreciate her. She's out there working on herself, getting all hot, staying hot. And he's like passed out on the recliner by 6 p.m. I bet he doesn't even help with the dishes after the dinner that she cooked. He can't even bring his plate over to the sink. Oh, He's like, I worked all day. You can take it off of the table. I have to go get in my recliner. He's got like a more classy way of passing out in the recliner than Hopper. Well, he does just because he has a a child with him. That's actually his (laughs) own. And that makes it a step up, right? Yeah, that he's actually... it, It counts as spending time with your kid. But true... We didn't see him sneaking the uh, tumblers of Jack Daniels in the bathroom during... Because he's just... He could be just as uh, miserable and depressed as uh, Karen Wheeler is, right? So maybe that's why they have to get divorced. So they can both find happiness. Yeah. Uh, and then who would we pair him up with from the town? Oh, office? him. Who are we going to pair him with? Ooh. I know who. It would be the woman working the cyclotron at the carnival. The gravitron. Oh, the gravitron. Yeah, what, a, what a couple there. Yeah, because Nancy's like, or uh, Karen is a little more reserved and he likes her sassy mouth, the yeah. gravitron woman. And he also likes that she's not like, oh, I have to stay looking perfect all the time. He's like, yeah, let's just have a pretty mundane life and then pass out by sex. Karen's 
more permissive and he wants, I mean, he is a Reagan Republican and we know that conservatives have a higher frequency of attending dominatrixes than, uh, than uh, uh, liberals. And so therefore he likes her domineering presence. Whereas Karen just, she's too permissive. She's, she doesn't do that. She's a pleaser. Yeah. One funny theory that said, <laughs> That I read, I, I don't even know why this became one, but or if this was when I watched that Alf will be Joyce's new favorite television show. Oh, I hope so. I loved that show. Well, I think we already were talking about Alf on here. Yeah, we were. In what in what context? Why were we talking about Alf? Uh, about how much cocaine he used to do in the eighties. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good, and now yeah. Joyce will be gravitating towards people who make choices like that because she misses Hopper. Oh, like this cokehead makes me laugh. She <laughs> did not seem all that upset. Her acting was so bad when Hopper dies. Back in the control room or later at the funeral? Wasn't there a shot of her at the funeral or something? Oh, like yeah. when she sees Eleven and Eleven's like, where's my dad? But also in the control room. I just was like, Ugh. She's just looking forward to getting this shit over with and getting the paycheck. I mean. Another fun one that I saw was that because Back to the Future had like a presence in season three, that they were setting that up so that now in season four, they can introduce some time travel. Would they do that? I haven't seen the Marvel movies, but my understanding is that that was a big element in the recent like uh, Avengers Endgame shit. Is that right, Jared? Oh, um, did they? I don't remember, man. Honestly, I watched that shit when I'm so blazed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like the the most recent one, spoiler alert, Aaron, uh, in case you were going to go through I was never going to watch it. Don't worry. 1500 of the Marvel movies uh, to get to Endgame. I I, I don't know. I, I, I thought I heard that they traveled back in time, which is what I always talk about with these movies. Of course, no one's ever oh, they did. They, do, they did do travel back in time. That's right, because they had to get it in one of the other Infinity Zones. Yeah. Anyway, there's reason enough not to watch the, those movies. <laughs> we'll, we'll not be doing those when we move on to movies. Uh but we could do like Howard the Duck. It's the first Marvel movie. Yeah. Oh shit! I did not know that. Yeah. He's a Marvel character. But that that would be the first one that they would try to make a film about is crazy to me. Yeah, definitely crazy to a lot of people too, especially because it came out so bad. It's fucking George Lucas. Did I tell you guys that I I catered George Lucas's wedding? Oh, you did. I bartended at George Lucas's wedding. How did this happen? Was this on the East Coast or was this out here? This was out here. I had just moved up to the Bay Area. And so while I was looking for a job, I just started catering so that I just had income right away. Yeah. And I worked there for like a month tops. And in that time frame, the place I was working for was hired to bartend at Skywalker Ranch. What year are we talking about? Uh, when did you We're talking on? 2013. Oh, okay. And I got to see Van Morrison perform. Damn. We had I designed this NDA that I wouldn't speak to I wouldn't tell anybody anything about it. About his goiter? Yeah, we had to wait until I guess they got married. They also got married in Chicago and one other place, but they wanted to wait until all of their weddings had happened before there was any kind of press or anything like that about it. And this was the first wedding they were having. All of them. Little 
indulgent guys but yeah oh because then we had this like big phone conference where they're like can't speak to anyone unless you're spoken to and so rashida jones i actually like talked to her oh, okay and ron howard is like the only one that when i had to do like the tray passing he was the only person there that looked me in my eyes <laughs> when he spoke to me like or like you know when he shooed me away oh <laughs> get out of here peasant <laughs> go away samuel l jackson sat right at my well so he was just sitting right there barely any of them drank but i could have found a way to have a conversation with this guy and i didn't even try because it was like oh i'm not supposed to but i'm like what the fuck i wasn't gonna stay there who cares yeah, right right i'm a rule breaker too why all of a sudden did i start following rules that's not my style i can see ron howard being he seems super nice harrison ford touched my shoulder Oh, he did? Oh. Oh, is right. When you say touch your shoulder, I just want to make sure he, he didn't push you out of the way. <laughs> yes, no, that's exactly what he did. Okay, well, he touched you on the shoulder suggestively or uh, what? No, no, not at all. I wish. Um, <laughs> Do you wish? No. Okay. <laughs> I Murray, was, on the I, other hand. Oh, see, you know what I like? Um. <laughs> I was tray passing desserts and I had like two of them left on there or something. And it's like my place was called in to assist. Like there were like four other catering groups there. There was one that was from LA, this guy that was like, for me, way too passionate about these cocktails that weren't even that good. But there, so there was a bunch of people working this thing. And so this one woman that was like orchestrating the tray pass. So she was, don't bring this tray back here with food on it. So you just have to walk around like an asshole until somebody takes the food from the tray. Okay. So I'm just like, come on, somebody take this shit. Like, I'm not trying to, I'm a bartender. I was supposed to be doing that. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, come on. Because he was like looking at it like, should I, shouldn't I? And I was like, come on, do it. And um, he like like did this look like he, he he shouldn't, and then walked by and just like patted me on the shoulder type of deal. Oh. Like sorry, maybe it was suggestive, and I just didn't pick up on the cues. Yeah, he was telling you to follow him to the bathroom. Damn it! Yeah. See? So you were not allowed to return if there's any food left on the tray. So ostensibly, there could still be two or three waiters out there still wandering around in this deserted. <laughs> they're they're in this loop. They can't they can't go home. This is like a Twilight yeah. Zone episode. Yes, I like that image. What were the desserts? What was the dessert on this tray that he passed up? Really ornate, fancy. So, and I don't like sweets. So, if they had been like salty appetizers, like bacon wrap something, okay, I would have been running out of the food on the tray a lot more quickly than the desserts because <laughs> I would have just eaten them. <laughs> just in the corner. <laughs> 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 they're like the george lucas is like pulling his assistant aside and is like whoever this girl is here with the tray eating the food can we not have that at my wedding she already rubbed her finger around the rim of the <laughs> wedding cake it's still on display <laughs> she had a taste of, you had to taste the frosting make sure it was safe she's been drinking champagne the whole time and not from a glass. It's very, yeah. it's very distasteful. Oh man! Now 
This is interesting, this discussion about Harrison Ford and uh, touching your shoulder, something that, Aaron, you and I both missed uh, last week when we were discussing Chapter 8. Jared chimed in and said that he was once hit on by a celebrity. I didn't pick this up until I was editing the episode. Oh, I didn't hear that either. (laughs) Let's hear it. Can you please tell us the story? Okay, so I was working at the comedy store, and I don't know if you know China, the professional wrestler. Yeah, she died recently, the last few yeah. years. Yeah. I know who she is, too. Joni something, right? Yeah. We DM'd each other a little bit, too. Whoa, you DM'd with China? Did you have sex with her? Her manager cock-blocked it. Oh, Why? She was like hit. She was going aggressive, and I was like, "Hey, we should hang out." And then she died. Oh, oh I'm so God. sorry, Jared. So in yeah. a way, God cock blocked you. I know, man. It was so weird because like he wanted the sound guy wanted to take a photo with her. He's like, "Yo, man, let's be cool. Let's be classy about it." I'm like, <laughs> "All right." <laughs> Only classy shit goes down at the comedy store for sure. And this guy is does not care about anything. I never seen him so like excited about anybody. <laughs> Which made her all that more appealing to you? No, well, I, well, he's like, he's like, he's like, all right, we're gonna go in. We're gonna ask. You're gonna take the photo. I'm like, okay. And then I took the photo, and then she's asking me who I, you know, what my name is. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, you know. So we introduce each other. I'm back at my post. Yeah. She comes over to me, and she's, and she's like fucking drink. She has one hand of uh, this whole thing of uh, what's it called? Um, arrogant bastard ale. She's got like a whole, not like a forty, but like a big bottle on her hand, just like drinking it. She puts it down. She's like, "Oh, who are you? You're cute." And she just starts stroking my hair. Whoa! Oh my gosh! You were working the door. Yeah. Okay, and so she starts stroking your hair. How long does this go on for? And then you guys ch- exchange numbers. Well, we we followed each other on Twitter. Then her manager goes, come on, Joni, we got to (laughs) go. Is her manager her kid? He looks like her kid, but yeah. Well, you said that you guys were DMing each other, so this was after that night. Like you guys, yeah. After that night, she we uh, messaged each other on Twitter. How long did this go on for? It went in for a couple months, and then uh, until she died. Yeah. And did you ever meet up again after that? Was there? Was no, she like, but not after that. She was in Redondo Beach. Yeah, I was all the way up in Hollywood. Well, it's uh, it's China. I mean, you can make it to Redondo Beach. That's like twenty miles away. That's what I told her. I'm like, but 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 it was that she was staying at her manager's place. It was really a weird situation. Yeah, that's not a good situation. But so well, she it, was always out of town doing conventions. Yeah. But was she, like, what were the conversations? Like, was she suggesting that you guys get together, like, when she's back in town, or what? Let me check. Oh, I still got Oh, my gosh, it. yes. You ha- you can read them to us. I love this. Yeah. This is also why I didn't want to get rid of Twitter. I forgot to mention this part. This is, I would never get rid of Twitter. It w- I, was, I was right. It was great to meet you. Uh-huh. In 2015, you too, Jared, lots of fun. You turned me red like a tomato. <laughs> LOL. She said that to you? No, I said that. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. okay. I was wondering if you were going to do anything this weekend. Going to Omaha, I think. Been nonstop since my return. And then, um, are you performing tonight? When I get a little settled, we definitely have to hang out, okay? 
What, she said that? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, she's, she likes comedians. Wow. She's, the fact that she is bringing up that you guys hang out. I liked how you were. Well, she was going after me, man. I was like, and then, yeah. You wanted her to make good on her promises. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this continued kind of on up until her passing? Well, it was like we had a mutual friend. And I was like, oh, hey, you know, Rob, you know. Robbie Rosemary used to love his videos. He's great. Um, yeah, we should all hang out. And uh, I started hanging out with him. And he's like, yeah. And he told me she got she, she gets a little rapey when she's drunk, man. How how big is she? She was a wrestler. She wasn't that big when I saw her. I think I think the roids came down. That that's what kind of shocked me. Okay. She was she was only a little bit taller than me. Okay. Yeah, I I can see that. But she still was pretty fit. No. She, she was in good shape. All right. But she looked smaller, more, uh, she, she wasn't as muscular. Okay, man, that is, uh, she, yeah, she's got a sad story, a sad, uh, it's really she sad. seemed like a really cool person. Uh, again, going back to that radio show that I listened to in Chicago, uh, Man Cow, the sort of, um, Howard Stern of, of the Midwest, he was a lot of fun and she was a lot of fun when she was on there. He said he was cool. He was kind of a good judge for cool people. Oh, gosh. There we go. There's two celebrity. We, we got celebrity encounters on Stranger Things, the Downside Up podcast. In a non-sexual way whatsoever, which shouldn't be a surprise. But I once tucked Andy Dick into bed. Oh. <laughs> oh he grabbed my butt. I was bartending at a Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego. Okay. I remember that place. He came in and he had just fallen off the wagon. So my, my managers come up to me when I first start my shift and they're like, Andy Dick is here tonight and he's just fallen off the wagon. He talked about finger blasting on the news channel this morning because anybody that was headlining <laughs> there for the weekend <laughs> would go on like, good morning, San Diego or whatever. And promote themselves okay so he started talking about finger blasting some finger blast song okay <laughs> at like 7 a.m you know so they're like he if he comes to you for drinks direct him to the server and tell him he has to order through servers and then you know we're gonna like dilute his drink type of deal all this that and i'm like okay now that was gonna work maybe once right i've worked <laughs> around people who like their booze for a very long time. Yes. He's going to do that time, and then he's going to be pulling out money, throwing it on the bar and telling me, I want my drink right now. Right. So what do I do? Do I tell him I'm not serving him? Or ultimately, am I allowed to serve him? And they're like, yes, of course, don't, you know, upset him. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like... <laughs> well, by which they mean don't turn away his money. <laughs> We're not upset <laughs> with his money. So I had a, a friend that was there that night. She she was working around the corner. She got done her shift and came inside of my bar. Because, you know, at a comedy club, there's open seats at the bar. It's just basically I'm making drinks that people are taking out. And so he comes and sits over there. And now he's got his entourage with him, too. And he's like, we're all going out after this. Okay. Two are coming out with us. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, I am. <laughs> I had just moved there. I'm like, oh, I'm going out. And partying with Andy Dick. Uh-huh. That's definitely happening. So then there there was like probably 10 people total. We go back to their hotel. We're hanging out in the hotel room. People have guitars. We're singing. 
security or the hotel desk or whatever is coming up there and they're like, please, we're getting complaints. You have to keep it down. And then when we were getting ready to leave, you know, he's like, no, don't leave. Stay. I said, come on, I'll tuck you into your bed, Andy. Okay. Okay. So there are other people in the room. This must have been a big. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. There was a bunch of us in there. Okay. Like a suite sort of thing. Well, not big enough for as many people were sitting around. We were like, there wasn't really anywhere to hide necessarily. Right. So I don't know if that's a suite. Wow. I did a low budget film with him. You did? Yeah. It hasn't come out yet. And I met him previously, and he uh, he was like, "What's your name, boy?" <laughs> Started touching me. Oh, you're exactly what he likes. Oh, you know what? He told me a really funny story, though. He told me a story that he has a son. I believe his son's name is Jacob. Oh, yeah. He has Jacob and his aunt, uh, Aunt Lucas. He's telling my friend and me a story about when he was, like, really bad on booze. He was at Santa Monica Pier, and he said he just decided to go into the ocean naked. And it was, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And he said he's like just splashing around in the waves. And then a, a younger, like a young kid says to him, aren't you Jacob's dad? <laughs> <laughs> I read a fan theory that Hopper's alive and he will, he's in the upside down and he's going to be contacting Joyce through Christmas lights. Oh, they can't go back and do the same thing. Hey, everybody, we got a little sidetrack talking Harrison Ford, China, and Andy Dick. So we're going to split this episode into two parts. Next week, we'll be back talking exclusively about Stranger Things. We think. It's probably true. Also, next week, we'll have more information on our upcoming movies podcast, which is going to continue and take us right out of Stranger Things. But of course, we'll be back for Stranger Things Season 4. We'll give you all of that information next week. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week. Danger.